You're listening to Sky Aspects with Cleopatra Jade, a podcast about astrological topics, also full and new moons. Enjoy, guys. We have the full beaver total lunar eclipse at 16 degrees of Taurus happening on November 8th at 3.01 a.m. Pacific, which is 6.01 a.m. Eastern. Check your local time to see when this lunation is occurring for you. So unlike the lunar eclipse we had in Taurus last year, which was a partial one, this one will reach totality and be visible throughout North America, South America, most of South America, Australia, Eastern Europe, Asia, some of North Europe, the Arctic, and Antarctica. And if you've listened to me for a while, you know how I read eclipses. I do not read eclipses the way I read my other lunations because eclipses are hardcore energy. They're intense energy. They're malefic energy. I tend to not do the journal prompts and the reflective questions because you're not supposed to be doing those things during eclipses because they can go awry. They can go wrong. They're not times where you do that kind of stuff. So manifesting is not recommended. I am a broken record during eclipse season and I am sorry, not sorry, just more or less just because I don't want you guys doing something that may be regrettable and may backfire on you. Eclipses are the changing of the luminaries. It's a flicking of the light. And so something can go wrong as you're sending out that sort of energy as those lights are changing. And you just don't want that to backfire on you is basically why I go there. You hear a lot of other astrologers go on these types of rants as well. And even if manifesting was possible during this eclipse, I wouldn't recommend it. We have a lot of hard transits going on during this eclipse. We have a lot of intensity. That Scorpio solar eclipse that we had, I mean, that right there was a cakewalk compared to this one. This one's got some edgier alignments. It's a pretty intense eclipse. And it's a lunar eclipse, which tends to have more of the malefic energy than a solar eclipse. So instead, I talk about some of the occurrences that could happen during this eclipse for you if you are being aspected by this eclipse. With new and full moons, the regular ones, we look at six-month cycles. With these, these are things that can pop up within six months or within 18 months. And since this is a full moon lunar eclipse, this could be about keeping the things that are working. This could be about letting go of things that no longer serve you. So you could be eclipsing something out of your life. This could also be about continuing with what's working and where you have a solid foundation in your life. And even looking at the vibes on the graph, on the 8th, we have a ton of solitude energy intersecting mental energy. So This could be a period where you really want to be by yourself. You want some time and space to yourself. And this could be a moment where you're seeking that out because you need to be in your head. Because of the low amount of mental energy, you may not have the bandwidth to deal with people. And you may just need that space for yourself and to reserve your energy because you're needing to recoup from whatever stress might be going on with you at the time. By the time we get to the ninth, we still have that solitude energy, but we also have emotional sensitivity. And we have some romantic energy popping up as well. The romantic energy is the result of Mars- Venus and the Sun. We definitely have some Mars-Venus alignments that are really nice. We also have Mars connecting with Saturn in a nice way. So that does help the situation to a degree. But yeah, it is definitely some intense energy. And in astrology, eclipses are a changing of the lights, as I was saying earlier. I always like to look at it as a system update or rebooting your computer, updating your software, getting a new operating system. What do we do when we generally download that stuff? We end up having to reboot our computer. Anytime we get a patch on our software, it is re writing that script that we've been running on for a while. So it's changing the script that we've had for a while and updating it for something new, something more improved, something better, and some things may be taken away. Some glitches might go away. Some bugs might go away as a result. And this is another reason why I say the whole thing with manifesting. During a system update, you wouldn't unplug your computer or 
sticking a USB drive because it may cause things to go glitchy and fry your computer, fry your system completely. So this is why we patiently wait for our system to update. We turn it back on or it restarts on its own. And then we've got this brand new software or a brand new operating system and everything is updated. Things may look a little bit different. Things may look slightly the same depending on the software that you're updating or if it's a patch or whatnot. But it's clear something has shifted and something has changed and we wait a little bit, play around with the new software to make sure it's not glitchy and see what's been eliminated and what's been added. And sometimes those things could be noticeable right away. Sometimes they can take time before we notice those things. This is where eclipses take a bit of time before they really show up in our lives. So it's not to say that day of the eclipse, something's going to happen, but something could happen, but it could wait. It could take a little time before you notice any shifts. Also, one other thing with eclipses, they do affect weather patterns as well, which is another reason why it's very unpredictable, chaotic energy, and again, not recommended that you manifest. Back on April 30th, we had a solar eclipse in Taurus. It was a partial solar eclipse. And so this time we're having a total lunar eclipse because we were at the full moon point. We were at the peak of the cycle. Although some things can still show up months down the line with this one, there could have been some occurrences that have already developed as a result of this. Some of these occurrences could have been accepting the things that you can't control in your life because Taurus energy is about control. It is about maintaining things as they are so that way you can have stability in your life. Sometimes that becomes a trap. And so this could have been a period where you were relinquishing control in your life. Or because it is Taurus energy, yes, you could have been looking to gain control in your life. If things have been out of order, things are out of sorts, there's no consistency in your life and everything needs to be balanced out. There needs to be more reliability. There needs to be dependent So this could have been a period where you were doing that. This could have been a period where you needed to slow down and be more patient and build something more solid in your life. And solidness could be solid people, a solid living situation, a solid situation when it comes down to your finances and comfort and your job because Taurus does rule material things. So there could have been a shift when it comes down to resources in that sort of way and getting a better hold on your finances. This could have kick-started a period where you started working on material things and your relationship to material things. In other words, if you felt guilty about enjoying material things, if you felt guilty when it comes to money or had money noise, this could have shifted in that sort of way and you're working on that. Or if you've been the type of person that's been too materialistic and ruled by that, this could have been a time where you're balancing that out. This could have kick-started that sort of mentality that something needs to change in that area. With this being Taurus, we deal with values, we deal with self-worth and self-esteem. And so this could have shifted that area of your life as well. You could have been changing the way you value things or what you value or what you place worth in or even your own self-worth, which could be about what's worth your time, what's worth your energy, what's worth your money, and how you might build up worth within yourself. This could have also been a period of putting yourself on a plan to build up your confidence and self-esteem and eliminating the things that are zapping that from your life. This could have kick-started a period of saying no to people when you need to say no and sticking to a decision. In Taurus energy, one of the lovely things about Taurus is you can't push a Taurus into a decision and that's a good thing. Of course, obviously that could be shattered at some times, but a lot of the times within that energy, you stay the course and you don't allow others to sway you. So this could have been a period that kickstarted something that had you setting better boundaries with people, saying more no, not being as flexible, because sometimes that flexibility can get us in trouble with other people, especially with manipulative people. So this could have been a period where you're learning to do that more. You're learning that being pushed into a decision is coming at a cost to you on all levels. 
whether it be your self-esteem, whether it be actual money, emotional stuff, emotional stability, calmness, and comfort, you're setting that limit because it needs to be set and you're standing your ground when it comes down to your decisions that you're making for your own benefit. So these are some of the themes that could have popped up within that Taurus energy from this new moon that we had back in April. So some of these themes could be popping up in your life currently. If not, they could be manifesting slowly and you're starting to see a shift or a change. Clips energy isn't easy because we're called to update something and sometimes updating something in our lives or letting go of something in our lives or standing our ground and setting a stable foundation is not the easiest, especially when we have people around or ourselves getting in the way of what we need to do for our betterment. Let's look at these transits and see what we can expect from this lunation. As a reminder, don't forget to like and subscribe because it helps this channel grow. And if you'd like to support the work of this channel, you could do so by buying me a fresh cup of coffee. There's a link in the description box below. This moon is definitely making some complicated alignments. This eclipse is definitely has some edgy stuff. We have some sweet spots, but we definitely have more complicated energy than anything else. This is an intense lunar eclipse for sure. The chart rulers itself are making some harder alignments. Venus is the ruler for Taurus for this moon, and Mars is the depositor for Scorpio. Also, Pluto, the modern ruler. I always look at the ancient ruler and the modern ruler, and currently the ancient ruler for the sun involved in this full moon is in is in retrograde on top of that it's connecting to the modern ruler pluto in a quincunx which happens to be one of the retrograde alignments so this can rev up some edginess during this lunation this could result in misunderstandings this could result in complications um it could also rev up anger and belligerentness and people being prone to not use their words and more or less be more physical than normal venus is going to make some complicated alignments to jupiter and neptune which could add even more stress because on one hand we could be overly indulgent and not necessarily paying attention to things and we can also be using this as a time to escape from a lot of our stressors and take the edge off because this is a very edgy alignment so with that jupiter neptune thing we could go a little bit overboard and we need to be mindful of that also it can blur the lines with certain things so we also need to make sure that we're trying to stay on point about certain things that are being said to us or how we're dealing with certain situations and mars is also squared that Neptune. So this could further amplify some more issues in terms of fogginess, misinformation from others. Definitely make sure you're checking the facts when it comes down to a lot of things because this is one of those alignments and it's a retrograde alignment which will come back around. This alignment will come back around in March where, you know, we could be dealing with people who are giving us misinformation, feeding us lines, future faking certain situations and relationships, some manipulative and gaslight sort of energy as well. So we have to be aware of what's being said to us. Maintain our balance between what's real, what's not, and what's our reality versus what someone is telling us our reality should be. We also have an aspect pattern occurring during this lunation. So this moon is going to be making a T-square along with the sun. So on opposite ends, you have the moon, Uranus, and the north node, and then you have the south node, the sun, Venus, and Mercury, with Saturn at the apex point. So this is going to put extra intensity and pressure in terms of letting go of turbulent situations in our lives, also stagnant situations that have been holding us back in favor of upgrading our lives and creating something more sustainable, something more structured, so we can level up and upgrade our circumstances. With this aspect pattern, it can also bring up some themes from end of July, August, because this was also participating in a grand cross 
at that time. We obviously don't have the Leo energy to form the Grand Cross, but that T-square is going to get reactivated by this eclipse and all these other planets that are lining up around it. So it could bring up some situations that maybe didn't get resolved and they're coming up for final resolution during this lunation. In terms of the things that you need to release and other old standing problems that need a resolution. Luckily, Mars is making a nice harmonious alignment to Saturn, which I'm hoping will mitigate some of this energy and bring some stability to the situation. Maybe give us a moment to step back and reevaluate things and come to our senses and be less impulsive and erratic about things because this alignment itself gives us the opportunity to create something more stable for ourselves, to look at where we're wasting our energy and wasting our time and more or less come up with a solid game plan for ourselves so that we can have a life that has consistency, growth, and wealth. And by wealth, I mean wealth of all kinds. So this could be your relationship. This could be your home situation. This could be your personal life. This could be your career. This could be financial as well. So this is a good alignment in terms of building stability. So hopefully it's going to be the glue holding all that together because this can definitely be a strong eclipse itself. Eclipses are strong on their own, but this one has a lot of intensity. This one is highly keyed up. And so for that reason, we could feel charged up during this eclipse. The signs that are going to feel this the most are going to be the fixed mode. It's going to be Taurus, Leo, Scorpio, and Aquarius between 14 to 24 degrees of these placements. So if you have these placements, you'll experience this eclipse more intensely than others. But hopefully it helps you release what no longer serves you. That way you can get back on track and live your best life. So do the best you can when these energies hit. Later guys and see you in the next episode.